Hello, and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And today we have Brian McFarland of 3x5 Life on the show with us. That's right. You're listening to BizQuick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. BizQuick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Welcome, Brian. Great to be here with you, Julian Corley. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. We're happy to have you on here. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump into it. If you wouldn't mind just giving us a brief overview of who you are, what you are, what you sell, um, just to give our listeners a, an idea of, of what you do. Yeah, so um, I am third generation owner of a family business called uh, James D. McFarland Company, Inc. And we're manufacturers, rep firms. So we sell into the medical space, the military space. Uh, we're a true sales agency for a variety of different uh, manufacturers. Um, I also am part owner of a machine shop. And uh, during this kind of COVID pandemic, um, I'm big into wellness, self-help. Um, that's really helped me double my business, kind of achieve the goals I've wanted to over the last how many years. Um, and during COVID, I saw a lot of people around me struggling with anxiety. So I decided to double down on my self-care, just knowing that that was going to kind of get me through uh, this, this world being flipped upside down. Um, and during that time, I wanted to, to help. I wanted to give back. I wanted to figure out a way um, to really make an impact. So I came up with a, with a business called 3x5 Life. Uh, so 3x5 Life. So it's literally a 3x5 index card um, on the front of it is AM gratitude and PM wins to really set your foundation for the day. Uh, you're filling out a few things you're grateful for in the morning, uh, writing down a few things uh, through a few of your wins for the day and in the evening. And on the backside is, is your task list. Uh, so just the things you need to accomplish that day. And what the beauty of the product is, is it carries with you, it's with you all day. Um, so within the chaos of the day, you're looking at your tasks, you kind of get those glimpses of your gratitude on the other side. So it helps to kind of keep you grounded, kind of keep you positive um, and focused on what's important in life. Um, so that was kind of the, where the product came from. I mean, it literally hit me like a ton of bricks in May, um, launched it nine weeks later. It was crazy. Uh, and, you know, here we are today. So it's, it's really caught fire. Uh, a lot of people um, are interested in the product. It's selling well. Um, and, and I'm just hoping that, you know, over time, it just makes a positive impact. Nine weeks from idea to on the market is incredibly fast. How difficult was that to pull off? Well, the first thing I needed to do uh, was get buy-in from my wife. You know, if I was going to take this undertaking, I mean, it's true. I, family first. I have a four and a six-year-old. You know, I run two other businesses. Again, um, being in a sales position, if there's some salespeople uh, listening to this, they can understand. I, I mean, 40, 50, 60% of our time is making appointments and going to appointments. So that was taken away from me. Uh, so obviously I'm hustling, keeping in contact with customers, but there's only so much I could do. So I did have a void of time, but at the same, you know, in the same breath saying that uh, it was a lot of work. 
So I needed buy-in from her saying, hey, do you believe in this? Can I go forward with this? If so, this is going to be a season of our life over the next few months where I'm not going to be as present probably as I, I normally am. Was it easier to do this because of COVID? Like you were stuck at home, you, you couldn't make those sales calls, those physical calls? Yes, it was. I mean, during COVID, I started writing a book. Um, I got like 20,000 words into that book. And then I pivoted to this because this idea hit me. And I was like, you know, let, let's do it. Uh, if it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have had the time or the bandwidth, to, to be honest, to, to get it done. And that's, I mean, a great thing that... Uh, you know, the silver lining to this whole thing. And, and I mean, we, we can speak to that as well. We wrote a book, we started a company, started a podcast, you know, all during this and probably wouldn't have had that. So, you know, I think that's one thing that a lot of people need to look at is, you know, the good, like how to take advantage of bad situations. Yes. Yes. And, and also another thing I did is I outsourced everything I could, everything that wasn't my strength. Um, something like, you know, I have a Shopify website. Shopify is click drag. You can create your own website very easily. I didn't have the time to do that. So, you know, I went on Fiverr, found somebody, interviewed a few people and just outsourced that. Um, if I had to make like a, you know, photography outsourced, um, you know, I did video production that was hands-on, but you know, I wasn't editing videos or, or doing any of that. So everything I could outsource, even like setting up a MailChimp account and, you know, getting all the filters in there. I, I wasn't doing, uh, cause I know where my time is better spent. So I was, I was very cognizant and aware of that during this process. And I might need to talk to you about who you got to do your MailChimp work because <laughs> that site is driving me crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Have you created with your other two businesses, a physical product before, or is this the first one where there was a physical product involved? This is the first one with a physical product. Um, but I, I have to say, I, I come from a sourcing background. So I'm in manufacturing. It, it, maybe it's not the same manufacturing as, you know, three by five life, uh, but I'm working with injection molders, sheet metal fabricators. So I understand supply chain. Uh, so I think that was a little feather in my cap going into this where I could ask the right questions to when I was interviewing potential suppliers. And also I could understand why one company was good at making me prototype cards um, while another company was way more cost effective when we're talking about a million cards. Uh, just understanding their equipment and processes and things of that nature. Um, and understanding also ideas of taking cost out of certain things. So I, I did have a, an awareness there that, that helped me navigate through those waters. I think a little faster than somebody coming into a cold. Knowing where to outsource and what to keep yourself is just a skill in itself, right? A lot of people um, are, they're stubborn and want to figure everything out on their own versus just ultimately outsourcing skills. So the website build out, MailChimp, rather than fighting with it and trying to figure it out yourself, knowing like, I'm going to get someone else to do this. Um, where does that come from? Like, is that, a, is that something you've always done or is that something you've learned over time? It's something I've learned over time. I, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My grandfather obviously started our sales agency and he started our sales agency when my father was 19, 18, about to go into college and had a younger brother. Uh, and and we're strict commission-based. So knowing he was able to take that leap and start this from the ground up, 
I pull on that a, a lot knowing like, hey, you know, that, that's part of my heritage and, and he could do this. So having that belief in myself that there's things I can do. Um, but also my father, when I came to the business, you know, a few years after college, he didn't micromanage me. It was learned by fire and, and him not micromanaging me, managing me, I think really forced me to get creative with how I best utilized my time. Uh, also, in 2008-ish, I started a t-shirt company um, that failed terribly. It was a, it was a V-neck t-shirt company, um, dumped money into it. And what I was constantly battling there was, because another physical product, to your point, Julie, was the time I was spending on this t-shirt company, the dollars I was yielding from it, and the time it took away from my main source of income, which was the sales agency. And I would come in and I would have an awesome day in the t-shirt business, but I didn't do anything for my main business. And I would feel terrible at the end of the day. So through that, I was like, all right, if I'm jumping into this, another e-commerce product, I can't go down that same path I did with the t-shirt company. I need to just make this, you know, having a fulfillment shop. I'm not packing boxes to ship this stuff out. If it costs me money, it costs me money. And you need to know what's at the end of the day, paying your bills. You know, I started this company. I knew my why. My why was to make an impact. Like if it's profitable, if it takes off, awesome. But I wanted to make an impact. If my why was because I wanted to make money, I, I wouldn't have started this company because I knew it's going to take, I know it's going to take a long time. Um, and then I'd be, you know, cutting pennies, not outsourcing things. And it, it just would have been a mess. What, have you performed any kind of like, you know, ROI or anything like that? Because for a lot of people out there, especially myself, because I'm one of those stubborn people who doesn't like to outsource. Mm -hmm. But I do realize at the end of the day, there's just certain things where my time is worth more money than what I'm going to spend. I haven't looked deep into the numbers yet, uh, but I look at, at it as case by case in the moment. Okay. I want to um, figure out how to ship internationally. You know, um, this is just a, a thought experiment I'm talking here. Uh, so I could sit there and read all the blogs within Shopify and then go in there and hopefully calculate all the shipping rates correctly so I don't get burned in the end. And all that might take me three, four hours, five hours. Okay, what's, do you, do you know, I mean, Corey, do you know your hourly rate? I mean, that's a big question for everybody. Do you know your hourly rate? You know, take you know, how many average, you know, hours you work in a week, you know, and then multiply that by how many weeks you work in a year and then what you make in a year and divide that out. And then if I can do that quick equation, I mean, I have that hanging on my wall. My hourly rate is X. So then I look at that number and then I multiply that. I, okay. This Shopify thing is going to take me four hours. I could hire somebody for $50 to do that, you know? So it's, it's really being clear about that. But then those next four hours, I might better not be on like YouTube watching videos, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, ha I have to be productive. And, and that's, I think, one of the, the secret sauces with, with you guys doing what you're doing um, and, and all small businesses is a lot of my success has come from time blocking focused chunks of time. Like before we jumped on this call today, I knew I was going to be with you guys at 10 you know, from about eight to nine 30, I had a chunk of time where I was 
you know, making phone calls, follow-up calls, quote calls. I knew that hour and a half, I wasn't kind of messing around with emails and really being diligent about that and planning out your day with those focus blocks of time it is huge. We wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about SB Pace, the small business consulting company that makes this podcast possible. SB Pace, which stands for Small Business Planning, Advising, Coaching, Expertise, focuses solely on helping small businesses and entrepreneurs. Are you looking to start a small business of your own? SB Pace can get you up and running with a solid foundation that's built to last. Are you an existing small business in a slump or just looking for ways to improve what you do? We can help with that. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? SB Pace is the partner you need. You can find out more about SB Pace and what we have to offer by visiting our website, sbpace.com. I want to go back to the failed business. Yeah. Because I think that talking about failed, failed businesses is so important for small business owners because there's so much shame wrapped up in starting a business and having it fail. And then there's the fear that it's going to fail. So people don't even, they don't start, they don't try it. So can you just tell us what happened with that business? And when you knew, like, I got to cut my losses, I got to, I'm out. (laughs) I think it's knowing what business you're getting into. And I got into the fashion branding business and that's just ridiculous because you have no, but in serious, being serious, because you have to constantly be reinventing like what's in vogue this season. I wasn't, you know, I like nice t-shirts and they had like simple graphics. This was like the Ed Hardy era. If you guys remember that era. Um, and that had, you had to be full fledged into your brand and living your brand and I couldn't do that. You know, I had they, like that type of business. You have to burn the ships, you know? So when, when I was, you know, this idea came up, my wife even challenged me. She said, Brian, you know, three by five, it's going to take time. It's, are you willing to invest time in this with what happened with the t-shirt business? And this is so much more. And that's when I looked at it from different lens of like the simplicity You know, how simple is your product? If you have a physical product, how often do you have to reinvent that physical product? Uh, How many layers of supply chain are involved in that? And I mean, I think that's, that's something that every, if you're about to launch a company, you really have to dive in deep, especially if you're going to do it as um, not your sole career, if you're doing it on the side. One question that, always comes to mind when I'm talking to people about like physical products, because I was in the restaurant industry forever. And so it's really easy to copy food, copy a product. Like, like you, like you don't have a patent on three by five cards, you know? So like, what, what is it that you do that separates yourself from any potential competition? Uh, I mean, that's really where branding comes involved and really getting your message out there quick. Um, I'm, I'm investing heavily in Facebook, Instagram ads to really get it out there. Uh, it's a very easily replicable, um, item. Like, like you said, Corey, um, I mean, there is some, like the, I, I created a, something unique. I mean, it's thicker than a normal index card. So, uh, it just feels better in your hands, but then also we scored the center of the card. So there's like a fold line. So that fold line allows it to live in the back of your phone you know, within a sleeve or in your pocket, um, which obviously you could just fold an index card in half. But like, 
I think people like clean things. Um, so that differentiates us just from a traditional index card. But yeah, somebody else can come in here. Um, I don't own this space. And I think people will enter this space to tell you the truth. But I'm, what I'm, I'm trying to just get the message out there, kind of first to market. Hopefully the brand holds up, um, but it's out of my hands. And, and, that, and I ha a lot of people have asked me that question and I can't worry about the what if or when it does, when it's inevitable to happen. I have to just focus on my controllables. Have you thought about selling yourself as the brand? So the three by five cards are just, you know, an extra part of what somebody gets out of being, you know, a Brian McFarlane customer or client. So they're, they're coming to you for advice, for wellness, for, you know, whatever it is. And on the side, you know, they're also purchasing some three by five cards from you. Yeah. So I, when I first started like the Instagram page, it was very product focused and I'm slowly transitioning Corey to learn, having my customer learn more about me. What makes me tick? What has uh, allowed me to be successful? And, and I think that message, because I just look at brands that I enjoy, smaller brands. I want to know about the owner. I want to know about the founder. And it really intrigues me. Uh, so I have shifted uh, instead of being more pr solely product focused with the way I do my messaging to kind of Brian with product focus. You've got three businesses, a wife, two small children. Mm -hmm. Is there, do you have a dog? No dog. No dog. How do you do the wellness? How do you balance wellness with all that you have going on? That's a fantastic question. Um, I don't watch any TV. Literally, I probably watch an hour of TV on Saturday or Friday night. Uh, I'm very strict, uh, sometimes to a fault, I will admit, Julie, um, with my AM and PM bookends. I get to bed early. Sleep is such an underrated superpower. Everybody knows um, there's some saying where, you know, about depression, where, you know, if you, if you get a good night of sleep, you know, your feeling of hope is so much stronger in the morning. So I'm very, very cognizant of my sleep habits uh, and putting my phone away. So one thing I do, I have this, this little acronym, it's called ALP, um, A-L-P-P. So alter ego. So when I'm pulling in the driveway, alter ego turning into dad, you know, I literally have a silicone gold ring I put on that like represents my kids. So I don't have it on unless I'm home. So I notice it and I feel it. So it reminds me of like, all right, you're dad. So I, I go into my alter ego. Then it's L for love, where I go in and I make sure I give each family member a hug. Then it's play. I got to play with the kids and phone away. So I put my phone away at like six o'clock and it's there on a good night. It doesn't always happen until the next morning. So I can be present with the family. And what that also does is it helps me go to bed because I'm not staring at my screen late at night. Um, and then in the mornings, I'm up early. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm getting my workout in. I'm getting my meditation in. I'm doing my journaling. Um, I'm doing all those things before the family's up to really ground myself, to set myself up for the most success for the day. Uh, and I'm very strict about that because it's worked. If it wasn't working, 
then I wouldn't believe in it so strongly. And, and I'm, and I'm reaping the rewards of having that dialed in routine. What's one piece of advice that you would give to small business owners for just a small change they could make that could start to help them pivot towards better health? Consistency, like the power of consistency. So there's this algorithm. So like time, which is right now. All right. So you have energy times focus times WIN is what's important now. So E times F times WIN to the power of C. So if your energy is at 100, your focus is at 100. If you're what's important now, like you're at 100, you're doing what you should be doing right now. And then your power of C, which is consistency is at 100. That literally equals infinity. So you have infinite potential. Now, if you're at 100 and all those things, but your consistency is one, like you're just crushing you know, calls once a month or whatever it is for your business, then that equation comes out to one, not infinite. So like the X factor with wellness, with success in business is consistency. So meditating twice a month isn't going to help you. Going on a four day, you know, meditating four days in a row isn't going to help you. You know, it's the consistency in all your habits uh, that over time compounds your success. It feels like nothing like, you know, I could not meditate this morning. It's not going to impact me. But if I do it and I continue to do it, then we're going to reap the rewards. So that, I mean, that comes down to diet. It comes down to exercise. It comes down to having those focus blocks of time and actually following through with those focus blocks of time. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that consistency because, you know, if anybody who, who works out regularly, like if, if you go every day, go to the gym every day, that one day you miss, you feel off. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's, definitely important to be consistent. You just launched the the three by five life and you have two other businesses. What's the one thing that you did that, that you could advise other people who might be launching a business or interested in launching one? What's, what's one thing you did really well? So when I decided to go all in on this, cause it was like probably a, well, three, four day kind of, curing process of I'm figuring it out. I sat down with a piece of paper and I wrote down my whys. Why am I starting this business? And I got really clear about why I was starting that business. Cause I knew, you know, it was going to get bad. Uh, there was going to be stressful nights. There was going to be like, I just dumped five grand to a video production company. And that's scary. So I constantly actually, and I didn't realize it was going to be this impactful. I go back to that piece of paper once a week to just recommit myself to why this all started in the beginning. Because you can get lost in that so, so easily where you're in the midst of it and you get frustrated and you get down and you have all this self-doubt. I mean, self-talk is, as you guys know, I mean, it's everything. I mean, if you go down that spiral of, of negative self-talk, it can take you to some bad places. So I've, I've referred back to that, that sheet often just to ground myself and be like, okay, this is the reason I'm going through all this now. It's a season. It's going to end and let's just plug forward. So that was something that I wasn't expecting to be as impactful as it was, but it really was. I'm curious 
Do you have core values written for all three of your businesses and are they different if you do? I don't. Um, I will tell you one thing. I'm very big on culture. The one company that we, that I'm a part owner in, the culture was, was getting very negative. Um, and we blew up the entire staff, uh, moved people in different positions. We had to get rid of our key guy. It, this was make or break. I mean, the company, this guy, the whole entire organization was run by this guy and, and we fired him because of his attitude. We gave him ownership in the company for free. Uh, he was younger. He was so smart. And this is, this is very important. And I was sitting there wondering why he wasn't successful. And there was something I've heard, I heard around this time. This is about two months ago. And the level of your success directly correlates with your level or ability to handle stress. And when I heard this, it was in reference to like Richard Branson. Richard Branson is insanely successful, but he has what, 100, 200 companies. But at any given time, he'll have 120 lawsuits on him. I couldn't handle that stress. The person telling the story is insanely successful. And he's like, I could never be Richard Branson because my stress threshold isn't that high. So this, this kid in this company that we started, he was great but we were putting him in very stressful situations where he just, he couldn't cover that gap. And when I was getting really stressful, stressed out about three by five life, I started questioning like, where's my stress level? You know, how much stress can I consume without fraying on the sides? And that's a, that's another big question for people. I have a really good friend that wants to start a, um, basically a high end, uh, convenience store, like, you know, your Wawa's, your sheets that you see on, at least on the East coast. Um, and he wants that, but, but kind of a higher end version of that. And, but he, and he's had kind of like a cushy sales job for the last 10 years. And I asked him that question. I'm like, where's your stress threshold? Do you know it? Because you have a young family and, and things could, could cripple around you if you aren't aware of what you're walking into. And I'm, I'm curious how many people even realize how, they display stress when they are overly stressed, right? I, like I know, I when things start to come out of my mouth sideways and I've just got a fiery attitude, it's generally stress, right? But I wonder how many people even realize what their tells are that they are stressed. It's a great question. I mean, yeah. And you have to, and you have, if you're going into small business, you have to be aware of that and take an honest look at yourself. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up here. We're kind of running out of time, but I wanted to give you a moment to let everybody know how they can learn more about you, reach you, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just tell us, tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So um, the, the website for 3x5life is just 3x5life.com. Um, Instagram is 3x5 underscore life. Um, so, I mean, you can reach out to me through the website. Uh, reach out to me, DM me uh, through Instagram, um, probably the best way. And uh, I'd love to connect with people and hear their stories. Great. And, and all of that will, of course, be in the show notes. So you can find that there if you didn't get a chance to write it down. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us today. This was great. It was a really good conversation. And I'm sure that all of our listeners have enjoyed it as well. And you can connect with Julie and myself 
through social media on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. All of that is on our website and probably in the show notes as well. You can reach us through our website, sbpace.com or bizquickpodcast.com. Make sure that you subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on all of the major platforms and like and review us. We love feedback. And you can also reach out to us about any topics that you might want to hear. If you want to be a guest, uh, you know, just reach out to us. It's all there on the sbpace.com or bizquickpodcast.com. And lastly, we do have a book out, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. You can find that on Amazon. You can click through our website or just go directly to Amazon to purchase that book. Thanks again. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this is BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.